This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Bob Comsick. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if For many, it is the best time of year, or one of them anyway, but for others, it's quite stressful, even a difficult time. You may be fortunate to be surrounded by plenty of family and friends, but sometimes it's far from the warm feeling or a scene depicted by Norman Rockwell in one of those paintings. You may be feeling down, even isolated, and if you'd like some guidance, here's your opportunity to get some direction. On the line, psychologist Dr. Oren Amate, as well as Baycrest Health Sciences social worker Yulia Goloida. Did I get your last name there? Goloida. I believe. There we go, Yulia. Hello. Hi. Hi there, doctor. Hi. Hi. Do we have Yulia on the line? Hi, yes, it's Yulia here. Oh, hi there. So, doctor, let's start with you. How does one make the holiday enjoyable, let's say, if they don't have all that much in terms of family close by or even that warm a close circle of friends how do they go about attempting to make this less stressful less difficult well it really is about mindset so if they say to themselves that uh, you know the if these things don't happen then it's going to be a terrible holiday that's the way not to enjoy the holidays so they have to try to make the best of everything and be realistic. So if you don't have those family or, let's say, friend supports, not that many, find something that's rewarding and, you know, helping others, spending time with others. Even if you feel, wait, people should be spending time with me, be proactive and see what you can do about finding other people with whom you can uh, spend time. Devote yourself to them. Uh, even if it's a stranger, helping out really does, you know, I hate to sound cliche here, but it does feed the spirit, feed the soul. And it is extremely rewarding. So that's what you could do if you don't have those other options. Yulia, I know you're only on the phone, but something tells me I can see you nodding as the doctor was making some of those points. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Um, One of the things I would say is um, exactly what the doctor touched on is finding what's important to you during the holiday season. Um, And often if we are alone um, or we don't have those connections in place, we may default to thinking about all the things that we're missing out on and can end up doing nothing or isolating ourselves, which can actually make us feel worse during the holidays if they're a tough time to begin with. Um, Instead, what I would say is to think about the traditions that are enjoyable to you or comforting. Um, Think back to your childhood, maybe. um, So if that means cooking or baking a family recipe that brings back good memories or maybe doing a holiday-themed craft, singing carols, or even just getting dressed up uh, will put you in a good mood. So it's about recreating the positive things about the holidays in a way that fit for you right now. 
Okay, now, Yulia, you mentioned family traditions there, thinking about Christmas during your childhood. I had said before we went to break for anyone listening, if they wanted to call up and maybe talk about the, the best gift they got, the worst gift they got, their own traditions, maybe they might feel a little uncomfortable to pick up the phone now and make that call, even though this is something that is uh, near, maybe not so dear to their heart, but near to their heart, something they can relate to, and it's relatable at this time of year, and they want to take that first step. They wouldn't mind talking to somebody about it, and we have the two of you on the line. Give us a call, 416-360-0740, or toll-free, 1-866-744-740. And I put this to both of you, and uh, uh, Doctor, we'll have you go first, and then you you can maybe chime in. I mean, you both, I think, made the point about making that effort. And this time of year will be what you, I guess, are telling yourself it will be. So make the effort. Maybe you don't have any, anywhere to go, let's say, even today. Maybe you've got all all of your, your, your shopping done. Maybe there aren't all that many gifts that you had to worry about. You're feeling a bit down. Maybe go to a food bank. Help out with sorting out with the donations. You'll see people there that are, are clear doing the same thing they'll be smiling and and maybe it'll just put you in a in a better frame of mind so that it won't be difficult over the next week or so to, to get through this period exactly um, and also do everything you can to combat stress because I mean, a lot of people go the opposite route they take on too much or they feel this need to have to you know maybe visit people that they don't want to visit or do things that are unpleasant and so it's really about self-care and a lot of what Yulia was describing is a form of self-care um, as well as self-enhancement and one thing you know even if you don't have anywhere to go and you can't get yourself out there's got to be you know whether it's on the internet or TV there are lots of comedies and you know I, I'm not a big fan of distracting oneself I'm a fan of um, you know confronting the problems that you have and learning to deal with them better but if you're not in the state to do so find something to switch that mood the finding you know and, and even to combine with what Yulia was saying find an old comedy that you used to love watch it again and just you know try to get in that right state of mind Yulia yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think relaxation and self-care is a really important thing during the holiday season. Um, it's about taking time for yourself, um, caring for others, giving back, but that also includes caring about yourself and giving to yourself. So whether it means, you know, watching your favorite movie or listening to your favorite music, whether that's holiday music or not, it's about doing something that's going to relieve that stress, make you feel good, and make sure you're being taken care of. Um, I think another important thing is exercise especially during the holidays where, you know, we have those indulgent, rich foods around. Um, You know, eating a lot of those things can make us also feel kind of bad, and incorporating exercise or something that uplifts our mood is also important during this season. If I can just add to that, uh, again, combining things, um, I always recommend people, even if they're not that physically capable, if you put on music that you really enjoy, move to it, dance to it if Mm. you can. That's a form of exercise, and it really does get the blood flowing and the brain in the right direction. Yeah, it's like, what do they say, dance like no one's watching. Exactly. Yulia, you mentioned about self-care, and I'm sure we can all think of people, whether it's... uh, I got to be careful with this. Uh, family members, even friends, mm-hmm. uh, who are more interested in putting out 
and feel that it and it is a time of year of giving, but they give so much of themselves that, as you pointed out, they're spent physically. They're spent as much as it's enjoyable for them. It can be so stressful because they figure they've got to do 101 things in such a short amount of time. Then they really don't enjoy it. And they could end actually end up being, you know, a little it's a bittersweet time, I guess, is what I'm trying to say for some for many. Yeah, I guess what I would say to that is, you know, being mindful of your boundaries and being mindful of how much you can really do Um, and, you know, communicating that in a good way to your family and friends. So, you know, taking into account other people's schedules, your own capabilities and your schedule. And if you have the opportunity maybe to shift some things around during the holidays, maybe not to pile everything on to like Christmas Day or Boxing Day, um, if, if you're able to maybe shift things around to make time for yourself in between, I would make that recommendation. Um, if you can't, then maybe it means saying no to some get-togethers or um, you know, planning things around what you can do for yourself. You know, Doctor, you made the the point, uh, and I'm just going to expand on a little bit in terms of stress. Let's say, meet, you know, meeting up at this time of year with with someone that you know there there might be an issue with, be it a family member or whatever. What are some tips on how to deal with these delicate situations? Like, if you if there's no way around it, and I guess sometimes with family there can be no way around it, short of not showing up, which can set off, you know, just make a bad situation even worse. And you talk about confronting. So how do you confront it? Well, there are a few strategies. Sometimes people have to realize that not attending or not meeting the person is the only way to deal with it. And, you know, I try not to resort to that uh, with my patients, but I've seen some cases where it's just going to lead to real disaster. In other cases, trying to Uh, get the help of somebody that maybe both people know and respect, or at least the other person does. And if you're not embarrassed to kind of share something with that person, maybe get them to help mediate. Uh, Because, you know, having a third person uh, present usually does lead to better conduct between the parties. Now, if you don't have that person, then it's being strategic and saying, I'm going to take the higher road I'm going to say, hey, you know, whatever's been going on between us, let's put it aside. Either it's put it aside for good or for the, at the very least for the holidays because neither of us wants the stress of having to deal with, you know, an unpleasant interaction. So let's just do our best, be civil at best. And with a lot of my patients, because I'm all about being realistic, I say aim for civil. Don't aim for, you know, celebratory. If you can get, you know, that you, you make it through without uh, wanting to strangle each other, you've done a pretty good job. Yeah, I I think sometimes there's the pressure of uh, thinking that it has to be resolved right then and there, but at least that would be a start, right? And that might get you down that path, down the road to, to, to get you to where you eventually would like to go, but you're afraid of, of making that first step because you're thinking things might blow up right then and there. Yes, and you know you're, it's a leap of good faith, and um, and if the person doesn't reciprocate, then at least that's a pretty good sign that you know maybe it's not going to be resolved this time of year. And again, either maybe avoiding or perhaps um, having, like I said, that's kind of that civil uh, chill, so to speak, and saying just you know for the sake of appearances, 
Let's just be pleasant to each other. Let's not have any pretenses about what's going on. Let's just do this for everybody else. And most people can understand that. And those who can't, like I said, they may be the ones that you have to say, that's it. I just cannot deal with them. Because why do you want to walk into a landmine? Um, because with land, like people talk about walking on eggshells. I talk about la- walking into a minefield because with eggshells, at least you know where to step. If you have the kind of person who anywhere you go could result in you know an explosion out of nowhere, do you really want to add that stress to yourself at this time of year? Uh, Yulia, you're with uh, with Baycrest Health, and um, you've been there. How long have you been working there uh, at so uh, Social Worker? I've been there? I've been at Baycrest for about a year and a half, and mm-hmm. in my current role, about nine months. Mm-hmm. But so you've what been. I would- yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, but you must have been, you know, social working for for obviously longer than that. And yeah, at definitely. this time of at this time of year, how do, how would you possibly try to engage someone? Let's say at Baycrest uh, at whatever time of year, but we're we're talking around the holidays now. But to try, if you see that they're alone, they don't have all that many visitors. Maybe not that uh, many family members come by, and they are alone. What can what the the role you play in trying to bring that person out so that they don't feel so down, so isolated and and mm-hmm. depressed? So I would definitely say that you know trying to avoid the urge to isolate um, is first and foremost. So if you feel like you are alone, people might default to just truly making themselves alone, staying inside, um, you know, closing off contact. The first thing I would say is try to get out, try to socialize if you're able to, even if it means, you know, going to a public space where there's lots of other people in a good mood, you know, that positivity will also reflect onto you. Um, I'd say another thing is if you're a spiritual person or you're comforted by places of worship, consider going to one of them. There's often events going on during this time um, and just being around people that are, you know, in a good mood and they're, they're ready to spread that positivity is a place that you'd maybe want to see yourself. And on the same note, if you're not able to get out to those places, um, like places of worship, they'll often have volunteers that are ready to come into the community and visit people in their homes. So giving them a call, seeing if they're able to come and visit you. Um, carolers are a really beautiful visit during this time of year. And doctor, and then uh, back to you as well, Yulia, you mentioned if they're able to, and that's the whole thing. Maybe some people might not be making the effort or taking that first step because they feel literally it's difficult to physically do so. So it's just easier to be where I am. And of course, that does nothing except breed the isolation, the depression, and you don't want anything to do with anyone. So it's a it's a vicious circle. So what about in in cases like that? How are you able to reach a, a person who might have a mobility issue? Maybe someone who's mobile could try to come to you know to to visit you know retirement homes or or whatever and try to if they're alone right and that way they can connect with someone who is also in that situation and then they can make it pleasant for for each other yeah one of the themes that has been coming up and i can't stress it enough i think we have to keep repeating it is this need not to isolate you know some people are introverted and they do well alone but for most people isolation just exacerbates everything especially depression and obviously sense of loneliness and isolation and maybe hopelessness so if someone does have mobility issues there's a few things they can do thankfully you know with the internet 
uh, we do have resources, and Yulia mentioned a few. So looking into that, and if you don't have the wherewithal yourself, then it's reaching out to somebody who may not be able to help you. They might not be able to see you. Maybe they're in a different city, but letting them know, taking the chance and saying, look, you know what, I'm kind of feeling a bit alone right now. Is there any way you can help me? find somebody, you know, who can do the kinds of things that you just mentioned, um, because those resources are there. They may not be easy. And reaching out to a few people uh, who might be able to help out, whether it's someone personal or there are resources uh, for, for people who, you know, again, aren't uh, physically capable of doing these things. And you would hope that they would have at least one contact on their list uh, that could get the ball rolling and not waiting to the last minute, doing it ahead of time, uh, almost as a backup plan. Um, and in that way, you aren't isolated or there's less of a chance that you're going to be isolated. And one of the things that Yulia is mentioning, uh, and, you know, with my with the people I work with, I, everything that she said, some, so many great suggestions, and I can see some really pessimistic people saying, yeah, you know, if I went to the mall and watched everybody having a good time, that would just remind me how miserable I am and how alone I am. All of those are possible, but people have to realize that if they just push themselves, push themselves away from that urge to kind of sink into that despair, they can kind of grab a lifeline and being with those people and everything that Yulia said can trigger in them a, a better response and it can kind of just pr- propel them out of a potential abyss. And so they have to really be vigilant about their moods and, and make sure that they devote themselves to self-care. And it is possible. People do it all the time. And I've, I've worked with people who've had the worst tragedy. Sometimes these tragedies happen around the holidays. And I've seen them go in both directions. And everyone has the capacity, as hard as it is, to get themselves back in a better place. And, Doctor, and Ulya, I think one of the hardest steps, but it could also be the easiest one, would be to call one of our numbers and speak with one or both of you, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. On the line, we have psychologist Dr. Oren Amate, as well as a social worker at Baycrest Health Sciences. We have uh, Yulia Golda on the line as well, the two of them. Please, if you can hang on just uh, till we take a break here, Bob Komsikin for Libby Snymer. You're listening to to Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Bob Comsick. And trying to prescribe some holiday happiness for you. And on the line, we have Baycrest Health Sciences social worker, Yulia Goyolda, as well as Dr. Oren Amate, psychologist. And... I was just thinking during the break there what someone could do as far as a a first step. If, let's say, initially you don't even want to leave your home, your condo, your apartment, maybe take a moment and place a call to that friend you haven't talked to. Maybe it's been a couple years and you're thinking, oh, they wouldn't want to hear from me now. They might, first thing might be, What's taking you so long as opposed to, oh, my God, I can't believe that you called. How are you? And engage that way. And maybe that can put you in a in a better frame of mind and get you to go out and have a little pep in your step. Yeah, that is a good first step. Um, again, it's all about taking that risk. And in most cases, truly, with these types of things, the reward is far better or, you know, and far more likely than whatever you know, terrible consequence the person is imagining. And even if you don't want to call, most people, old and young, do have Facebook or some other form of social media that might just be a little bit of an easier intermediary step you know, to first reach out that way. 
and then, you know, take the next step. Yeah, I guess I was going real old school there by saying <laughs> the phone. At least I didn't say the rotary dial. Um, Yulia, what about yourself? What What about that possibility, yeah, I, reaching out I that definitely, way? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think mindfulness and um, just being mindful in, in the decisions you make and the approaches you take to these things is very important. When I say about what I when I speak about mindfulness, I mean the deliberate uh, thinking action. So, you know, putting yourself in the mood that I'm going to call somebody and they're going to respond positively, and you know, just sending that mood to yourself. Um, I think second, for some people, it can be really embarrassing to say that they're spending the holidays alone or that they don't have a lot going on. And I would encourage people to try to get outside of that. And if family or friends or whomever asks, you know, what are you doing? To really say, you know, I don't have a lot going on. Is there a way that I could spend it with you? And this is a time where people really want to extend those invitations. Um, They want to spread love and kindness. And so don't be embarrassed to ask or receive that. Um, You know, it could be the beginning of a new tradition, spending time with, you know, people that you wouldn't normally spend time with. And you know what? That person that you've just reached out to might be thinking the exact same thing, but didn't do what you just did, which is take the first step. Absolutely. Doctor? Yeah, one thing I think everyone can uh, relate to, at least at some point, where they, it's, it's a little bit different. It's about the New Year's, but uh, so many people in their 20s and even, you know, in 30s and beyond, they think that everybody else around them is having the greatest New Year's bash. You know, thousands of people, blah, blah, blah. And then when they actually talk to people, they realize, oh, you know, you just stayed at home, maybe two or three people. And so when people kind of have that insight and they realize I'm not the only person left out, it does help them say, you know what, there is a chance that if I do reach out, as Julia was saying, that that other person might be receptive. They may be there alone. Maybe I'm doing them a favor. And so, again, it's all about taking chances. These are not huge chances. They may seem like the scariest thing in the world, but in reality, they're not. And you know, you really have very little to lose. Uh, maybe a few seconds of embarrassment, and there's an old meme that was passed around Facebook, or is going around Facebook saying, embarrassment lasts a few seconds or a few moments, regret lasts a lifetime. So mm-hmm. take that chance. Yeah, so true, so true that, you know, is just making the effort. And I think there's a lot of pressure. You mentioned New Year's, too, and we're spilling over from one to the other, but it's still at the holiday time of year where there's there's the pressure that some put so much on themselves to expect so much more and to do so much more and to be everything to everyone within such a short amount of time. You're just, you're just spent if, you know, like by the end of it, you've, you've had it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's so important, as you said, Yulia, to be just mindful, you know, mindful about others, but also mindful for yourself and, and that self-care, which I, th- I know we're uh, touching on some ground we've already touched on. But that is really difficult for a lot of people not to want to put themselves out there so much of themselves uh, in such a short period of time. Yeah, I'd like to speak to self-care and mindfulness just a little bit more. I think this is a time where, you know, a lot of stress is focused on a few days, you know, Christmas and New Year's. And there are days in between that where you can implement mindfulness and just being grateful to yourself and to the things you have in your life. Even if it means writing down one thing that you're grateful for in your life and just looking at that, you know, as the days go by, it can really help in uplifting your mood and just making that one small step towards positivity. Doctor? No, I agree completely. And again, 
the the important thing is that everything that we were discussing today, it's not magic. It's not even complicated. It just requires deliberate action. And like I said, I don't want to try to minimize people's suffering and pain and difficulties over the holidays or any other time. But the fact is other people in similar situations somehow find it in themselves to be able to, you know, take care of themselves and do what they need to do. So I really hope that some people will hear this, be inspired, and, you know, take that step. Be good to themselves. You know, and I think the reason... Sometimes people won't, in cases like this, want to make that phone call, even to take advantage of speaking with one or both of you in the comfort of their own home if they've got issues. They just don't feel all that comfortable going public. Maybe there's someone who's listening who has taken a step or two from the doctor and Yulia's uh game plan uh your 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 game plan your approach to things that we've been touching on here for the past half hour and maybe you'd like to call to reinforce what they've been saying and that might help someone else some others who are listening take that first step if it wasn't enough to get it from from people who are professional and and our social workers then maybe if you're listening to give us a call at 416-360-0740 or toll free 1-866-744-740 and maybe leave us with something for the person out there who might be uh struggling and having a real difficult time at at this time of year and maybe you can help out with your words if all the words that uh, have been shared over the past Past half hour haven't done it, but let's wrap up with the two of you, and we'll first go. Uh, we'll go to you first, uh, Julia, if if you can. Any closing uh, remarks? Yeah, I think I just want to say to everybody who you know is spending the holidays alone and who's listened to our, our segment here to let you know that you you're worthy of love and you're worthy of kindness. And if any of these things that we've talked about have resonated with you, I want you to know that you are capable of making those steps, however small they are, to have an enjoyable holiday season. And I wish you well going forward. And if you're the type of person that doesn't have, you know, the resources to either go out or spend time with other people, consider also having a party of one, you know, doing something important to you, something special to you that, you know, really just takes care of yourself and is enjoyable during the holiday season. And that might set things in motion for the, you know, that day and the rest of this year and and the next in terms of how you've approached things by first taking care of yourself, not being self-centered, but just doing something for yourself. Absolutely. Doctor? Exactly. And again, we have technology we have social media. If you are alone, if you are doing things for yourself, if you're, you know, kind of recalling memories of the past, good times and so on, maybe take that time, look people up, whether they're already on your list or, you know, maybe try to find them and again, reach out. People, you might think, well, it's the holidays, they're busy with family, whatever. If you send out five messages or ten messages, there's a pretty good chance at least one person, if not more, are going to reach back to you. And even though you're physically alone, you are connecting with somebody else. And I think that's the theme that's really being promoted here is is connecting with yourself and with others in some manner. Dr. Oren Amate, thank you. Thank you very much. Baycrest Health Sciences Social Worker Yulia Goyolda, thank you so much. 
Thank you. And hopefully the the two of you, not so much myself, I was just trying to guide things along, but the two of you have been able to reach out, even if it's to at least one individual that was listening to the program, then the past 30 minutes have been more than well worth it. Thank you both. Thank you again. Okay, and thanks. What, what? Thank you. And while we're throwing the thank yous around, thank you, of course, to producer Michelle Saunders, technical producer Joshua Barbeau. The number ones at one with Norm Edwards will follow the news with Maria Madden, and that will follow the traffic. But just a programming note, I'll be back Thursday with news on The Happy Gang, then on Fight Back as both Jane Brown and Libby Snymer are off from my family to yours. Merry Christmas, and remember, those gifts around the tree, far more precious than the ones you find under it. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.